Thank you, you may be sitting. I just wanted to take that time to say thank you to every single one of you, uh, especially the church. This being a year, as you guys know, we have a school of ministry here. In uh, It's been 17 years. Last week, I kind of made a mistake. I thought it was 16, but it's 17 years that has been going on. And before, as you know, we were called North Carolina Master's Commission. And this year, we transitioned into Catalyst School of Ministry. And a lot of people wonder, like, why did we change her name and all that stuff? But, like, I think the Lord put in our heart, Catalyst, is because it means change. It means transformation. It's something that comes. And when we were asking every student, what does school, Master's Commission, North Carolina specific, means to you? And 99.9... Nine 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 said, uh, "When I came to this place, my life changed. There was something. It was a moment. It was a trip. It was a prayer time. It was a word. It was one of this church member. It was a class. Something happened that it clicked, and I was able to change. There was a catalyst moment that happened in my life, and I couldn't be the same. They all said like the Holy Spirit came into my life. I understood the Holy Spirit." I didn't know what the Holy Spirit was. I didn't know what he was capable to do in my life. I had believed this life for so long. And the verse that we chose, we said this verse a lot. And it's because we're Pentecost. Amen? And it's, we believe in the Pentecost 100%. And it's Acts 1a. And this is what many of your students have been um, learning and it's this, he said, and he said to them, okay, as one, and you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Because it's not because of the classes or anything, but it's because of the power of the Holy Spirit that the students are being transformed. And being changed. And you can tell because it's a genuine change. You know, there cannot be the same. And I want to say thank you to AFA Church. Because you guys made this program possible. We are one of the most affordable programs in the nation. And I'm not saying this just to promote, but it's the truth. You can check it out. We're probably the second most affordable. We used to be the one, but there's another one. <laughs> uh, but we're the number two most affordable program in the nation. And we're not just in a school of ministry. We also offer programs for school. And all these different things, you can get a major. And if it wasn't for the church, believing in this program and giving it to the program, as much as you guys do, we wouldn't be here. So I want to say thank you for that. Thank you for always praying the ladies you guys have no idea the impact you guys have in our students. Those morning that you decided to pray for them, we want to say thank you. All right? So I just, we just so thankful. And the reason why I'm taking um, this extra time saying thank you is because the student has a limit time because there's 10 of them. And they are all thankful for the, for all of they are all thankful for all of you guys, for everything that you guys have done. And I'm going to say for them, thank you, adopted parents. Thank you, pastors. Thank you, church. We are so thankful that you are here with us.
All right, so we have our first year. Um, I'm going to invite you the first year to come up. The theme of this year was committed. Uh, these students, uh, we were talking about it. When we started this year, I asked the Lord, Lord, what is it that you want to teach us this year? And the Lord took me to Galatians 1.10, and he said, for I know, for, not for I know the plan, sorry, that was automatically in my head. Um, so Galatians 1.10, he said, for am I now trying to persuade people or God, or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. That verse was in my mind back and back. And then the Lord spoke to me and said, I need to raise up a generation that is committed 100% to me. There's, I would, they would not turn back when things get tough. Because the world out there is tough for this generation. We thought that when we were growing up it was tough. But now everything is through a screen and a machine. And people is determined by media and all those different things. So who am I trying to please? world or you God and these students have grown a lot and they have so much to talk to you about so they are going to be the persons preaching to you I know you might be one of visiting today but just take the words that the Lord has done in the life as an encouragement that if God did it in their life they can do it in your life amen hello everybody my name is Elena Estella, and I came to Catalyst a little later than the rest of them. Um, I heard from God in end of September, beginning of October, and he told me, I was in a very broken place in my life, and he told me that I would find everything that I wanted in North Carolina. So the verse that spoke to me the most was Proverbs 16.3, and it says, Commit your way to the Lord, whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. So when I heard that word from the Lord, I instantly told my mom right after church, and she told me about this school in North Carolina, and she knew that I wanted to go to school. And uh, there wasn't a second thought about it. I packed my stuff, I made the calls, and I think within three weeks, I came here. And from that point on, I can't begin to explain the change that I've seen in my life and in the people around me. I... I can't wait to see the plans that he has for me after I leave here. And I'm so glad that I committed to it. I'm so glad that I made the commitment without ever knowing that was our theme of the year. It was kind of convenient. <laughs> um, but I want to thank everyone in this church for supporting me and supporting the students. It has meant the world to every single one of us. Thank you. How's everybody doing today? So, I got to be honest. I was the last one to show up. So. But, um, 
man, this is just a very exciting morning. I don't, man, I don't have the easiest road to coming here, but, you know, I just, I just felt the full love of God just as soon as I walked into the building, like, like even as soon as before I got out of the car, I had to see Caden and Brandon running out of the house. They're like, it's like, oh, shoot. But, man, um, uh, the verse I think that stuck out to me the most is in uh, uh, Philippians chapter 3, verse 13. It says, brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do is of forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. See, when you run a, a race, you run with everything. And you do not look back at what it was. See, do not do what the Israelites did when they got delivered from Egypt. See, our sin has been forgotten and our guilt has been removed from the application of the blood of Jesus Christ. And so, like, I can't go past my time limit, but, man, God is good. And I'm so proud of every single person here because all you guys have touched my life in more than one ways. And I'm just so happy to see what God's going to do in everybody's life here, not just the students, because God is good. Good morning. I'm Jade Nanasi. Um, I want to start off by saying, I don't know how many of you were here in September when we went to Ocean City, right? I came back and Joelle made me speak, only being here for two, like, two weeks. It was awful. But if you guys remember, I came home from that trip and I said, God had told me that he was breaking something off. He was breaking off the anger, which I really struggled with. Um, and the whole year, God's been talking to me about the purification process. So in Daniel 11, verse 35, it says, Some of the wise will stumble so that they may be refined, purified, and made spotless until the time of the end, for it will still come at the appointed time. God has been taking me for the, through the purification process, and he told me back in September that it was going to be hard. It was more than hard, guys. It was more than hard. <laughs> but... The more that he purifies me, the more that I draw closer and closer to him, the more that I get purified, the more that I can see myself growing and the world doesn't touch me. Um, actually, my very last core class, God had pulled it all together and it was about being purified again. And John Bevere said that when you go through the purification process, the, imp imp the impurities come to the surface. When you have a gold ring, a complete pure gold ring it can't be tarnished by the atmosphere like copper so when you when God purifies you you can't be touched by the the world I guess and I've really noticed that I've grown tremendously um, when I go through hard times I don't let it bother me for like two weeks anymore it's like oh, I'll cry for five minutes I'm done so I just want to encourage you guys to let yourself go through the purification process. It's going to be hard, but it is totally, totally worth it. So, thank you. Amen. That's the first year class. Good job, guys. You have made it. Let's go. I want to invite the... You guys are good. Um, I want to invite the second years. You know, when you come... I used to love this when Pastor Day said it. 
It's just love to, you know, you come as a first year and you don't know, but when you come as a second year, you know where you're coming to. So it's like, okay, this is the second time they're being here. So come on up. And they're going to share with us what the Lord has done with them this second year. This guy has done very good. <laughs> they have grown a lot. They have broke off your chill, as you can see, you know, but I'm excited to hear what the Lord is going to do, has done in their life. Hi, aloha kakahayaka. That means good morning. I won't make you repeat it. I know Hawaiian can be a bit of a mouthful. I first want to thank my parents. I mean, I know they wanted to be here, but I see you guys. I love you so much. Thank you. Wow, what a year. I have had so much growth and so much break off of me. And what you saw earlier today would not have happened last year. I am not the guy to be singing and playing guitar all the time, but... God has, he's been breaking that off of me and he's been trying to help me grow and be more into that whole side of things. And as much as I know that that has blessed you, because some of you people have come up to me and said, wow, you know, it was great hearing you sing and I appreciate that and I love you so much for sharing that because it really encouraged me. That wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for, um, blanking on her name. Miss Kirkman, Noelle, which unfortunately she's not here. I was going to call her out and give her a shout out, but she was the one who gave me the open mic to be able to sing into because I sure as heck wasn't going to ask for it. I was not the kind of guy who'd be like, hey, you know, why can't you just give me a mic so I can sing? She kind of had to get me out there, but it's because of her. She sowed a seed and Zacchaeus. When I saw him when we were in Florida, he was playing and he just the spirit was using him. I got kind of jealous. I was like, man, I want to do that, but I have to do it. Oh. <laughs> but God used that, and it, I, I'd like to think that it was a righteous jealousy. I, I think that can happen. But because of that, it opened the door, and I said, hey, you know, can I lead one of our encounters? And he was open, and he said yes, and that was what started this whole process, and now, because of that, I see what God's having me do when I'm gone, is it's going to be music full-time. It's going to be studying music. It's going to be practicing. It's going to be even more of what I've started here, and a verse that just kind of came to me, it's James 4.8, not even the whole verse, just the first part. It says, draw near to me, and I'll draw near to you. And that's how worship has worked for me for the last eight or nine months, is it hasn't been God just drenching his spirit on me, and I'm just blown away with his presence. I have to draw near to him first. Every time when I've been in one of those pews during worship, when I step out of my own comfort zone and I say, God, I'm putting you first, that's when I, oh, just man, the spirit. It's been amazing. And I'm kind of ashamed to admit it. I'm 20 years old, and my whole life, I've grown up in the church and seen my parents doing this thing where they're worshiping, they got their hands in the air, they're crying, the spirit's moving, and I'm like, oh, wow, that's cool for you guys. I'll be in the back. I guess it started last year, but it really didn't get real till this year. I've experienced the Holy Spirit in a personal and real way this year, and it took me this whole time to get there, but I'm so glad that I have. Thank you, guys.
Man, God is good. Amen. Amen. All right, so I'm going to start with Matthew 11:28 through 29. Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take up my yoke and learn from me, because I am low and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So throughout this year, um, there was a lot going on through me mentally and spiritually. The devil was putting thoughts in my mind, saying, um, just saying lies about me. I'm not really going to go in depth of it, but it really impacted me, how I slept, how I thought things, how I reacted to things. And it just was like a nonstop thing. Um, it wasn't until, like, like I shared this yesterday, during uh, the banquet, how in Indiana, um, how I asked God to pray, asked God to heal me from my ADD and my learning disability, and God freed me from that. But I feel like He also did more than just that. He helped me clear my emotions, how I reacted to things, how I thought of things, how I should have been how I should have done things differently and now that I'm free from that I can say that um sorry um just how powerful God is and how much he can move and how much he can do things through us and in us and just know my identity um shout out to MK for um for making this merch and remind me of who I am in Christ uh, that I am fearfully and wonderfully made and that I'm a new creation, so God bless y'all, and I hope y'all have a great day. Hello. Okay, so first off, I would like to say thank you to my parents. They provided a home where I learned about the word. Um, they actually homeschooled me the entire entirety from pre-K to senior year of high school, and in that curriculum, I learned about God and I learned about the gospel in a way that I wouldn't have learned if I had gone to public school. So I want to say thank you to my family for doing that. But I want to paint a little bit of a picture in your mind. Imagine a girl walking in, hair tied up tight to where you think she looks bald. She's wearing baggy jeans and a baggy hoodie and She's not wearing any makeup, and she's super insecure about herself, and she's sitting in the back row not worshiping and not singing. That's who I was when I walked into the program two years ago. You would have never seen me on this platform like that. I had been like that, but I had walked through some things that had changed me and made me insecure about myself and made me question, am I worthy of love? Am I worthy of this? Am I worthy of that? I questioned my worthiness. But I learned something. And it's out of Revelation 12, 11. It says, they conquered him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, for they did not love their lives to the point of death. What I learned was I had not shared my story. And when I started opening up and sharing my story, I started being set free. I started realizing what I needed. What I thought I needed forgiveness for, I needed healing for. And I wouldn't have discovered that if I had kept my mouth shut and sat in the back pew. I wouldn't be on the praise team today jumping like I was if I hadn't opened my mouth and said, God, I'm tired of this. Take this burden. Show me I'm worthy because he did show me I'm worthy. And, it, and in Indiana, he reminded me of my worthiness. 
because I literally stood before two people I admire right now, and I told them, I said, I don't feel worthy. I don't feel worthy of this program. I don't feel worthy of this. I don't feel worthy of that. And God just wrecked it because I am worthy. I'm a daughter of the Most High King, and that makes me worthy. So that's what I got out of my two years. Thank you, guys. Hello. Okay, I have a verse for you guys, and it is Psalms 55, verse 22, and it says, Cast your cares on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous fall. Last year and this year has been the hardest and very interesting year for me, and I had to keep reminding myself that if I keep these burdens, they're going to hurt me in the end. So I have to give to God. I have to remind myself that I need to take it to God. I need to give it to God. And to God, Lucy, uh, God has blessed me tremendously over the years. He taught me so much. He taught me how to be bold. He taught me how to be a leader. He taught me how to be a friend. And he also taught me how to be a daughter in, in Christ. If I didn't give up my burdens, if I didn't cast my cares onto him, I wouldn't be able to do that. Because if I kept it, I would have been in my pride, in my shame, in my doubts, in my fears, in my insecurity. But when I gave it to all to God, everything changed. And that's pretty much my year. But yeah. I would open this, but I have the verse that I'm going to use memorized, because that's something we do here. Okay. Uh, a couple of years ago, my grandma got me a Bible, a leather one with the inscription on the front. It had my name, and then underneath of my name, it said James 4.8. James 4.8 starts out by saying, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. That's good. And then it goes on to say... Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. <laughs> she knew. <laughs> she knew. <laughs> There's a song by We Are Messengers called Abide, and I want to share some of the lyrics. Uh, it says, tell me now, tell me now, it's not too late. I need to believe what I've heard is true, that somebody like me could change, that this broken heart could be made new, that I could be rescued. Tell me now, it's not too late. I just want to abide, abide in you. When we think about the first part of James 4, 8, it says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. That's a promise or a guarantee. If we draw near to God, he will draw near to us. That's literally what it says. And if I draw near to God and he doesn't draw near to me, then we can just go home because there's no point in being here. Uh, because that would mean the Bible's not true. And since it is true, when we draw near to God, he does draw near to us. And as he reveals the glory that's in Christ, we become like him. And we get to a point where we say then that I just want to abide, abide in you. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, guys.
Thank you. That was amazing. So this is a second year class. You guys have done great. <laughs> That's amazing. You see, it's amazing to hear what the Lord is doing every student. And sometimes you just see them passing by, but the Lord, like your smile and your teaching and the preaching, the Lord is working in their life. So let's welcome our third year students. Yeah. Two years are hard, but three years, they know. <laughs> they definitely know where they're coming to. And we just want to say it's been a year. So they're going to share with you guys about what the Lord has done in their life. It is. Thank you. I got my big Bible. All right, I got a word that I want to share with you guys this morning. Is that okay? Oh, well, I got the mic, so you kind of have to. Anyway, I'm just kidding. Um, so there's a verse in Matthew chapter 6. It's verse 33. But before I read that, I'm going to make this quick, and I'm going to make this brief. Thank you, AFA Church. You gave me a home these past three years. You taught me how to worship in spirit and in truth. You raised me up when I thought I was at my lowest point. You are my family. And I want to thank you so much. So, sorry, I'm going to cry. <laughs> Matthew chapter 6, it's verse 33. I'm going to be reading it out of the Amplified because it's just so good. The Amplified Bible. Uh, Matthew chapter 6. Verse 33, it says, but first and most importantly, seek, aim at stri and strive after his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, the attitude and character of God, and all these things will be given to you also. Seek first the kingdom of God and all things will be added unto you. In my three years of being here, and in every single one of these students' words, there's a common thread. We're called to action. You have to do something. God's not going to do it for you unless you ask. It's actually in the next chapter, it talks about one of my favorite ac acronyms in the Bible. Ask. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. And as Brandon said, if none of that's true, all this is pointless. But I know it's not pointless. Because when I seeked him, I found him. When I asked him for my destination, he provided it for me. And when I knocked, he opened a door to a future greater than anything I could have ever imagined. All because this word not only has power, but provides destination, freedom, and acceptance. There's nothing greater than the word of God. You have to have a relationship with the Father. I know that this is graduation and all that. But if there is any of you that don't have a relationship with the Father, I encourage you. 
You don't have to get on your knees and pray right now. You don't have to make it some huge spectacle. I preached to the youth and I said this exact same word when I was preaching on value. It doesn't have to be a show. Just humble yourself before the Lord and say, Lord, here I am. I'm sorry. Break me. Thank you. I can't believe that I'm even here. And when, when I say that, I mean it because I didn't think I didn't think I'd graduate college. I didn't think I'd finish high school. And uh, for you to understand what I'm saying, I'm going to have to tell you a little bit of my story. Um, first of all, thank you, mom and dad, for everything, all that you've done, pushed me, you know, and got onto me when I got in trouble because I know I was a pill to handle. But I thank you guys for not giving up on me. Um, and you know my sister, my grandma's here. I love you guys so much. I know you guys. You know I know you guys tried your best when you when you raised me, but you know you could only do so much. And I'm thankful um, just for all of my family. Um, speaking of family, I'm going to read Ephesians 1:5. Um, it says he predestined us to be adopted as sons through Jesus Christ for Himself, according to the good pleasure of His will. God was so pleased. God was so pleased when we come to him and say, God, I want to be a part of your family. You know, and God is so willing to open his arms and welcome him, welcome you into his family. You know, and when I was adopted, you know, that's when I was introduced. So not only did I gain a new family, but I was also introduced into the family of God. Family has become so important to me, um, and even more so in these past three years. When I was just three, about three, my mother, she passed away. My father, he left. Um, you know, and I was kind of pushed around between families, my grandma and my uncle and aunt. And when I say that, grandma, I love you so much. She's right over there. She's 97 years old. She, and I don't think she's going to die anytime soon. She's a wonderful woman. Um, and I appreciate everything that they've done for me. Um, but I was pushed around until my, and then I was with my uncle and aunt, and they got a divorce. And so I got pushed back to my grandma, and then, you know, she, she was getting a little old, and so she, uh, she gave me to these guys, my wonderful parents that I have sitting right there, right there. Um, and I'm so, so thankful for them, you know, and, um, and it was actually on my eighth birthday when I met them. I didn't even know they existed. <laughs> um, you know, and then I met them, and uh, just so, just so thankful. Um, and I know that I haven't showed how thankful I was all the time. You know, and I know words go only go, only go so far. Uh, but they're honestly one of the biggest reasons why I'm standing here today. You know, if it wasn't for them, I probably wouldn't have made it this far. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have finished high school, and I wouldn't have been here to college. You know, when I was in, when I was in elementary school, I didn't, I didn't get very good grades. You know, I was, I was in uh, special ed. 
I was labeled, uh, all sorts of problems, but, you know, my parents pushed me. I still remember that day, uh, one of my, I was doing a lesson, and I was on the Mariana Trench. My dad didn't know exactly what I'm talking about. I, I, I swore up and down that I could not find the answer. My dad, he found the answer. He wasn't going to give it to me. He made me read every single paragraph. And then he goes, and once I read over the answer, he goes, wait, wait, wait. What did you just read? And, uh, and I read it again. He goes, read that again. And I was like, oh, there's the answer. <laughs> and, you know, that just goes to show to never give up, even when it's hard, even when it seems impossible. I mean, look, I made it to college. I've graduated. I mean, nothing's impossible with God. Uh, um, you know, but I, I know that this is where he wanted me to be. Um, you know, <laughs> I used to hate it when, uh, when my mom would get other people involved uh, <laughs> when I would get in trouble, but let me tell you, I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful because my mom would always say it takes a, takes a village to raise a child, and you know what, I believe in that. And I'm so thankful that she did that, otherwise I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we would have ever resolved our issues. <laughs> um, but the just family is so important. Everyone here has become family to me. Um, you, know, you have become family to me. Zacchaeus, you're more than a best friend now. Everyone, the whole church. <laughs> Someone need a hug. <laughs> the whole church has become family to me. And that's important because, you know, nothing against you guys. But this is just how I felt. I felt abandoned. I felt rejected. But God says, no, you're accepted. You've become part of my family. And I've just, my family just keeps growing. And I know it's going to keep growing. So. Amen. This is a class, the third year, you guys have done very well. Good job. Uh, you guys can say Ebenezer. Because up to now, that's what that word means. God has been with you. And he has never left you, no forsaken. He would never do that. So you guys can. So now we are going to graduate. I want to say, you know, this testimony that you guys heard is just a little snapshot of what the Lord has done in their life. They only had like four or five minutes to speak because uh, we didn't want to stand there. But like they said, you know, this is just, verses that has spoken to them and I want you to as you as as you were listening to them think how the Lord can work in my life what is the Lord speaking to me and maybe you can take these testimonies and tell it to somebody that is that doesn't have hope maybe a young person even young people that are here that you get in contact with so many people this is a testimony that God does work in people's life and he can transform it and renew them and you know you are accepted you are a child of God you are what the word says we something that we said and we learned here in AFA church is that there's power in your times 
in your mouth. When you speak, you need to speak the word of God. Not what the world is saying to you, but what God says. When they say you are a failure, God says that you're victorious. When they say you're sick, he says that you're healed. When they say you can't no more, the Lord says, hey, I have given you the victory and I give you strength. And when they said all the negative things, the Lord said, just, just look up to me. Put your eyes on me and now I will give you victory. And that's something that we need to carry wherever we go. Because I think we all go through situations. And only God can give us the victories. Congratulations, guys. You guys have done well. And keep up. Believe in God. Trust him. He's always in control. Never give up. Amen. Never give up. And if we don't see each other, yeah, we see each other in heaven. So... Amen. So, if you guys can come over here, I'm going to call Pastor Dave. He's going to pray for the student, and he's going to close this time. Amen. Wasn't that powerful just to hear the testimonies of what God's been doing in their lives? I always just, I love it. I love it to hear how when they, when they came in, I mean, God just completely ripped them apart, put them back together, and, and made them what, you're, what you see standing in front of you. Isn't it powerful? Why don't you stand up with me? And we want to close in prayer now and, and pray for them. But before we do that, I want to ask you just bow your heads for a second because I was really, I was touched as I was listening to some of these stories and I thought, man, maybe there's somebody here today that your life isn't right with Jesus Christ. Maybe you're here this morning and you heard this, these testimonies and, and something inside you is, is nagging at you saying, I got to make my life right. That's the Holy Spirit drawing you. Don't run away from that voice. Don't get away from that voice. And I heard what Zacchaeus says, you don't have to make it a show, but listen, there comes a point where some, at some point in your life, you're either gonna choose to stand up for Jesus or walk away. Jesus says, if you, if you deny me before men, I'll deny you before my Father. If you, if you accept me before men, I'll accept you before my Father. There comes a point where you gotta say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a decision to give my life to Jesus, and I want people to know it. This morning, if that's you, if you need to make your life right with Jesus, would you just right where you are, raise your hand. And we wanna pray for you. Maybe you're watching at home online, and right where you are, just raise your hand, even at home, because you're not raising it to me, you're raising it to the Father, saying, Lord, I receive. And I want you just to pray this prayer with me, if that's you this morning, say, Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Come into my heart and make me a new person. I give you my life today, Jesus. I acknowledge you before, before everyone here that you're my Lord and you're my Savior. And so, Lord, we thank you this morning for just having your hand on each person today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now we want to just close in prayer and we'll, we'll end the service, but I want to ask if, if you have a student here, parents, adopted parents, um, or just, just somebody wants to come and pray for some of these, I want you to come forward now and just lay hands on them as we close this time. Thank you, Lord. Let's pray together for these students. Lord, we thank you that you brought these students here for this time. Lord, that you've been speaking to them and encouraging them, strengthening, building them. Lord God, we thank you for what you've been doing in their lives. And Lord, this morning, we thank you that we are commissioning them and sending them out today in the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, I thank you that you are gonna use them, that you're gonna speak through them. Lord, that many mighty things will happen 
because they believe in you and they believe that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. Lord, I thank you for just having your way in their lives. Lord, I thank you for continuing to grow them. I told them the other day, this didn't end. This is just the beginning. God's just, just doing the beginning in your life. Let him keep doing the work. So Lord, I thank you they'll be submitted to your word, to your hand, Lord, whatever you speak to them. I thank you for using them and blessing them today in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for each family that's represented today. Lord, that you would just have your hand upon them as well. Lord, maybe there's, there's things they're, they're walking through as a family today. You see what they're, what's happening in their home, in their, in their family situation. Lord, I thank you for just blessing them today. Lord, we rebuke the enemy in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you that you've come, that we can have life and have it more abundant. We receive all that you've done for us. In the name of Jesus, somebody say amen. amen. God bless you this morning. Let's give everybody a hand if we could. Thank you so much, all of you. God bless you this morning as you go. Hope to see you on Wednesday. We're going to continue our class on Matthew. God bless you.